Welcome to the Tech Bytes portion of our Day to Cloud episode today, and we are chatting with Glueware. So let's just jump right in with uh, with you, Michael. Um, for those of, in the Day to Cloud audience, maybe don't know who you are. Give us the the, the tight elevator pitch of who Glueware is. Sure, great to be on the channel, first time uh, on this channel, but longtime packet pusher uh, veterans here. Glueware is an intent-based network automation platform. So we bring a powerful layer of, layer of intelligence to automate and orchestrate multi-vendor, multi-domain, and now multi-cloud, which we'll get into. So for some of the largest enterprises out there in the pharma and finance, and uh, we are a code-free and very scalable platform. Okay, a lot of buzzwords that we're going to yeah. dig into there. And, uh, and as you said, Glueware has been a packet push sponsor for a long time. In fact, I was digging back through the archives. I find you as early as 2016 that you've been sponsoring shows and doing work with us. And if you're listening and you want to know more about Glueware, Again, go dig through our archives, find those shows. You can do a search at packetpushers.net for Glueware, G-L-U-W-A-R-E, and then go to our YouTube channel. We have an event we did with Glueware back in 2019, the Glueware event series as a playlist there, and you can watch a bunch of info there. Well, Michael, now that everyone knows all about Glueware, uh, give us what's new. Yeah, I think what why people would care on this channel is the net new of Glueware. Just uh, recently, we announced our support for automating through API. And the focus of that has been, we've onboarded Cisco's SD-WAN, so that's automating vManage and, and SD-WAN technology. We've also automated Cisco's Meraki. So in both those cases, we automate through the controller and enable that. And, and we add you know, an abstraction and intelligence to really simplify the user experience. And we'll, we'll talk a little bit about how SD-WAN ties into cloud. I think a lot of folks are seeing SD-WAN as a site to cloud type of technology. The, the second piece uh, we announced in December with our Glueware 4.0 release, and that's the fact that we onboarded the Terraform engine as an underlying vendor adapter component. And along with the Terraform uh, technology, we've onboarded three of the providers for the public cloud, so AWS, Google Cloud, and, and Azure. And this gives us the ability to automate the public clouds, which obviously is a, a hot topic these days. You know, my ears just pricked up because you said Terraform, right, Michael? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to ask you about that in a moment. But before I talk about that, I want to do a quick level set and comparison because I know there's some other solutions out there that do like cloud networking as a service or they do like a big overlay network across all your clouds. Is that kind of what Glueware is doing or is are, are you doing something else that's different from those types of services? Yeah, Ned, I think that's a really important distinction because as you mentioned the, the cloud network as a service and the overlay networking, the kind of these technologies, there there's a lot, there's some similarities in the fact that they are automating a component and they're they're automating a, a piece of the network. But in both the cases of that cloud network as a service or an overlay, those technologies are usually inserting uh, a virtual router or a gateway and providing some sort of transit capabilities as well. And really kind of abstracting away and just integrating a little bit, well, from a networking standpoint with the native cloud components. That's different what we're doing. What Glueware is doing is through Terraform, we are automating the native cloud components. So mm. you can think about what AWS delivers natively. So Transit Gateway and, and other components. So we're, we're automating the spin up or the instantiation of the, the environment in the cloud and the networking associated with it. We're not inserting any proprietary or virtual routing, and we're not providing the transit. We're automating the native cloud constructs. And for the customers we're working with, that's what they want. Okay, that, that makes a lot of sense. You're you're not 
abstracting all that stuff away, but you're providing common tooling across clouds to consume those native services. And it sounds like Terraform's the tool to do that. So can can you tell me a little more about how Glueware is leveraging Terraform and complementing what Terraform can do? Yeah, I'll just add one piece to that. And then I'd like to invite Olivier, our chief science officer and co-founder into the conversation in that you're exactly right. We're instantiating, leveraging Terraform for the for the, let's call it the heavy lifting of what it's able to do with abstracting on top of the API calls of the native clouds. So Terraform is very good at that infrastructure as code. And so we leverage that, we build on top of that. We're able to make native cloud API calls as well. And we're actually even able to automate third-party VNFs that are inserted into your VPC. So like a, like a Cisco CSR1000V or an F5 or a Palo Alto, but I'd like to invite Olivier into the conversation and he can talk a bit about why we chose Terraform, how we complement Terraform and how it uh, provides advantages to our, our end users. Olivier? Yeah, thank you, Mike. Um, th this is undeniable, the, the value that uh, Terraform brings, especially for you know, managing cloud infrastructure. But when you're choosing Terraform CLI, you know, the open source version, the free version of Terraform, Literally, they give you the bare metal, you know, command line utility and, and, and that's it. So your tool, the tools that you need to use that, it's literally Notepad++, you know, text edit or VI. I mean, this is, and you're on your own. So what Blueware brings to, to you is the infrastructure around, around Terraform. Uh, Terraform, using Terraform means having to deal with hundreds of files and directories, I mean, TF files, state files, you know, even more files and directories if you're using modules. So our customers are using Glueware config modeling, can use Glueware to abstract their network configs. They already do this for all the vendors that we support. And they can do now the same with uh, Terraform configuration files. And you can, you know, make those different blocks of um, Terraform files like more reusable. Let's say you want to share the same block across you know different files that you want to make these blocks dynamic let's say you want to make rest calls in order to go fetch some ip addresses into an ipam system you want to you know glueware to go fetch these ips or you want to make rest calls to glueware so that it gets you know automatically into those these uh, tf files so this is this is what we do the you know, the approach that we try to, to offer is like an architect can create a library of reference designs, of Terraform's reference design. The design could be, for instance, a, a model for a standard pod in AWS made of uh, VPCs, TGW, VPN gateways, internet gateway, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then model could be handled to operations, you know, as opposed to just give, giving them a, a big, you know, zip file and with a, uh, oh, use that to deploy the pods, right? Uh, so learning Glueware, you know, um, you know, that modeling, that templating is the same for all vendors that we support. So now you can apply that to, to Terraform. And this one thing I'd like to add is that we're talking clouds here because, you know, Terraform has providers, uh, you know, for cloud providers. Well, Terraform has also providers like v VMware vSphere or NSXT. Right, so we can extend those. You know, uh, we can extend the exposure to those additional providers within Glueware config modeling. Like it, it doesn't have to be just for um, for 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 cloud. 
Right. And I know they also have some providers for stuff like F5, uh, some of the Cisco gear. So are those also supported or are you in the process of adding more provider support as, as it goes forward? So when it comes to specifically the example you're talking about, Cisco and F5, uh, natively, we can do more than what the Terraform providers can ah, do. Okay. Right? So yeah. it really depends. Sometimes, um, you know, for instance, we have uh, our engineering team using the Docker provider for Terraform yeah. because, I mean, you can really do what, whatever you want to do with, with the Terraform provider. Um, the vSphere and the NSXT um, providers are very, very complete as well. So it really depends. Um, I mean, it's, it's, we, we, we spend some time looking at the value of adopting a particular provider. And if this is, um, if it's rich, and it's uh, most importantly maintained as well, right? Because there's there are also a lot of community providers, and some are just attempts, not necessarily you know um, something you would want to use in production. Then yes, we spend the time in looking at those providers and 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 see if if they are you know worth integrating. So Olivier, with this capability, what do your customers? I I know you have a lot of large enterprise customers in the folder. What are they asking you for when it comes to the cloud network configurations? I mean, we have requests coming from, you know, all verticals. Uh, one example would be, like you said, you're saying, I, I like this example for a, a large enterprise customer. They, they literally like to deploy their applications in, in standardized uh, pods, you know, with specific requirements. And, you know, each application have their set of requirements and they'd like to deploy those pods you know, either on, you know, AWS, on Azure, you know, depending on the application. And they want to ensure that when they're deploying, uh, they're using, you know, the correct routing policy, the correct security rules, you know, they stick with compliance with their BGP redistribution, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the first thing. It's about, you know, checking all the, all the checkboxes. Is that configuration that you're describing, is it, uh, like AWS, Azure, GCP, they don't have all the same networking capabilities. So is it you come up with a model that looks as same, same as it can across the multi-cloud or is it kind of unique per provider? That's the ultimate dream for customers is, is that we've heard that multiple times that usually they start with AWS. They create this very complex design and then when they move to another provider, they offer different sets of, of, of capabilities and so they have to redesign. So um, some are lowering the specs of the, the pods so that they alike across you know, cloud providers, or some just have different pods. They have one standard design for this particular cloud provider and another type of design for this other provider. And they've just put their application depending of, on, on, on what the, the pod can do. So... In addition to multi-cloud, there's also the issue of connecting your existing sites to the cloud. I know that's also a challenge. How are enterprises looking to solve that particular challenge and, and how are you assisting with that? Yeah, Ned, I'll, I'll jump in here, Mike here. Um, this has been an evolution. And I'd, I'd say back in like the 26 time, 2016 timeline, when they were really just dabbling with the cloud, they were content with to go with like, maybe a VPN into the cloud. And then as, as more, let's say, applications move to the cloud and we had certain examples of customers having, you know, getting hit by ransomware and other things really, you know, accelerating the move to the cloud, we, they were going to direct connect and they were pretty content kind of backhauling everything to a, 
one or two data centers and then using that direct connect up to the cloud. And that role, Glueware is automating the network, the traditional on-prem network, getting QoS right and backhauling that traffic, getting it to the cloud. What we're seeing right now is a pretty significant move. I think, you know, driven by the pandemic and other things, people have really accelerated what they've deployed to the clouds and moving workloads to the cloud. And now it's more about optimizing site to cloud. We're hearing this kind of buzz of site to cloud and leveraging more, more intelligent mechanisms to move traffic directly. So using SD-WAN is one of the ones that comes up a lot, as well as in, in the AWS environment, leveraging the transit gateway and in, in introducing networking that they're you know, either connecting SD-WAN directly to the transit gateway. So I'd say in short, what we're seeing is the benefit of Glueware is they can automate their on-prem network, including now the like Cisco SD-WAN, and automate the networking in the cloud and kind of unify that policy. But the, I think the key to it here is what we're hearing is it's a migration and it's slow and it's eventual. And we're helping customers move from, you know, legacy Cisco uh, DMVPN networks, and we're trying to move them towards more advanced, you know, m- more modern SD-WAN technologies as well. Well, Mike, one of the things you didn't say was multi-cloud or cloud-to-cloud connectivity. It seems focused on more on-prem and site-based connectivity into the cloud. Ethan, right now what we're seeing, you know, when we really look at the customer use case is applications reside in a single cloud and they need VPC to VPC type networking. But rarely, we haven't once yet seen like where the front end is in one cloud and the back end's in another. Right. So that the... the we're hearing the requirement for multi-cloud and they want, like Livia was saying, they want to do a similar design to host applications in different clouds, but we're, we're so far not really seeing the cloud to cloud requirement. And I think, uh, you know, we were talking about a little bit in the intro around where those overlay networking technologies come in and really stitch together cloud to cloud that may become more of a requirement, but for now we're seeing really automating the network from on-prem and, and SD-WAN or like the branch sites to mm-hmm. cloud is the most important com- mm-hmm. component we're working on. Yeah, that makes sense. And I feel like there's so much more to dig into here. So can you give uh, the folks who are listening uh, a few links or, or some places to go so they can get more information and so I can get more information? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, Glueware.com, sorry, Glueware.com. And uh, we even have a dedicated portal for, for our Packet Pusher episodes. And uh, you can go to Glueware.com slash Packet dash Pushers. From our Glueware site, you can request a demo, you can request a test drive, and we even have a dedicated portal to our multi-cloud site. So from there, you can even request free Glueware. We'll spin it up in AWS and you can begin to automate your on-prem network you know, right away for free. Thank you to Glueware for this sponsored TechBite. If you want to follow them on Twitter, it's at Glueware Inc. And you can also find them on LinkedIn and Facebook.